Hello and welcome to Saga 50 for 50 on Heritage Bites, produced by Heritage Mississauga. 2024 marks the 50th anniversary since the incorporation of the town of Mississauga, Port Credit and Streetsville to create the city we now know and love. In this special celebration of Mississauga, we invite you to join us as we walk down memory lane with 50 weeks of podcasts recounting incredible moments in this city's rich history. This is Saga 50 for 50. Mississauga, Mississauga. Hello, and welcome to Saga 50 for 50. My name is Matthew Wilkinson, historian at Heritage Mississauga. On this week's installment of Saga 50 for 50, we will explore the making of the original Mississauga song from 1974 by Tommy Hunter. And we will also welcome recording artist Mikey Bloom as we chat about the new Mississauga anthem in 2024 as part of the city of Mississauga's 50th anniversary. Several years back, I had an opportunity to interview Tommy Hunter on the telephone. Um, and uh, we walked down memory lane a little bit as he shared the stories around the creating of the Mississauga song back in 1974. In early 1974, members of the newly formed City of Mississauga Council, including new, newly elected Mayor Dr. Martin Dobkin, approached country music star Tommy Hunter, who was then living in the Lorne Park area of Mississauga. And they had an idea to create a song to celebrate the new city of Mississauga. Mr. Hunter recalled wanting to write a simple, uplifting song that celebrated both the place and the people of Mississauga. Mr. Hunter said, We were richer because of our many cultures. We lived together, and I wanted a song to reflect that. Mr. Hunter not only wrote the song, but coordinated a large busload of Mississauga residents, sports and radio personalities, and civic leaders who would all sing on the chorus, to travel to the RCA Victor Recording Studios in Toronto. The Mississaugans, the residents and civic leaders who performed the background chorus of the song, and they are all pictured, in, although uncredited, on the original album cover, in Mr. Hunter's description, represented a cross-section of Mississauga's culture. In addition to Mr. Hunter and the motley crew of Mississaugans, the Lori Bauer singers also provided background vocals for the song. Mr. Hunter recalled that he did it for nothing and that the recordings and studio time were all donated and the bus he coordinated and do donated on his own. The Lori Bauer singers also did not charge for, for their services. His one lament, he did not record the names of the Mississauga residents and leaders who participated on the song. Interestingly, the Mississauga song itself has never been performed live. Its only live moment was in the studio. And the only reminder of the song is the original recording itself. Of course, it's been reproduced and used many times uh, since. You can even find the song on YouTube today, and it certainly made its way into kind of a local legend status. And uh, yes, indeed, you can find the song out there floating around, simply called The Mississauga Song by Tommy Hunter. And it's from 1974. Uh, when uh, Tommy Hunter was in uh, his last stages of his career and, and uh, performing kind of his farewell tour, he was asked about the Mississauga song and about playing it. And he said, unfortunately, he couldn't because he didn't remember 
Shepard at the time, and it hadn't been played since it had been recorded all those years before. Uh, but uh, go ahead, take a listen to it. You can uh, catch a glimpse of uh, what the vision of Mississauga was with the first Mississauga song back in 1974. Mississauga Spend some time in Mississauga It's the greatest place we know it's a great place to be living and to watch your children grow. Just sit back, relax, and watch the Credit River flow. It's where people love to live. Come on out to Mississauga, it's the greatest place around. Where on a quiet evening you can watch the sun go down. And if you should need a friend, there are plenty to be found. That's why everybody loves that good old Mississauga town. And one of the things I found particularly fascinating was it also inspired the creation or inspired at least some of the thoughts that went in to Mikey Bloom's new Mississauga anthem here in 2024, 50 years later. So a hat tip between Mikey Bloom, the current artist, and back to Tommy Hunter, the creator of the original Mississauga song back in 1974. Well, it's our pleasure to welcome on the program uh, Mississauga recording artist, musician, Mikey Bloom, and uh, I guess the uh, the author or, perf- uh, I don't know what the right word is, the writer-performer of the new Mississauga anthem. Mikey, yeah. thank you for joining us. No worries. I'm glad to be here. Uh, tell us about you. Uh, I, I, a lot of our listeners may be new to your music, may be new to you. Tell us about you. How did you come to uh, to, to love Mississauga as your home? So uh, my name is Mikey Bloom. I make hip hop, rap, pop. I do a lot of different stuff, but um, born and raised in Mississauga. This is the city that made me who I am. Everything I've known, all the people that uh, raised me since I was little, since I can remember. And music for me has always been something that brings people together. So growing up in the city, uh, I did feel at times that there I didn't feel like I had a voice. So I would listen to music from others and, and they would kind of tell stories that I could relate to. And then I got to an age where I felt like I wanted to speak for me and my friends and, and kind of give back to others and, and give them a voice. So yeah, I started making music or started writing music uh, in my early teens and yeah, I had a lot of pent up thoughts and feelings and didn't really know how else to share what I was going through or what I felt. And since music is like this universal language, I just started writing songs and yeah, I got this opportunity uh, through Mac and Sounds Unite and uh, the contest. And I was like, this is second nature to me. I've always represented Mississauga just in my daily life, every everywhere I go. And it was it was awesome to actually write a full record, just giving my praise and celebrating 
and appreciating the city, knowing it's the 50th anniversary, knowing, you know, there's a high likelihood I don't even win the contest. This is, it was really just, it was really just me um, getting to fully sit down and use my, my, my gift of just coming up with something to, to write how I feel about the city. And it, it came, uh, it came quite easily. And I'm glad that now the song is out and everything's gone the way it's gone, but yeah, that's, that's me. One of the things that struck me about listening to your song the first time was, I don't know if you recall when the former U.S. President Barack Obama couldn't quite get the word Mississauga out of his mouth. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking this song of yours would have been brilliant for him to have. <laughs> that was actually something, uh, I know that specific, specific clip uh, that you're talking about. I remember when that happened. Michelle and I took our daughters to Canada and we went to Burlington and uh, this is always tough. Mrs. Aga, Mrs. Agua, and then we went to Toronto and Niagara Falls. But yeah, I was thinking because there's a lot of people from Mississauga that I know that say they're from Toronto, right? And it's just way easier for people because no one like they feel like no one knows Mississauga, or even if you say that, no one's gonna know what to type in, no one's gonna know how to spell that, no one's even gonna know where that is. Yeah. So one thing that was really key for me. Because when I originally submitted uh, for the for the contest, uh, my submission was only a verse, and it didn't have the chorus that people hear now. And me spelling out Mississauga and saying it as many times, it was mostly me shouting out every neighborhood. Right. And that was my way of kind of showing, like, all my friends who live in all these different neighborhoods. I'm like, if I ever do get picked they're going to all, everyone's going to be happy. Everyone from Streetsville to Applewood to, to call everyone's going to be happy. But yeah, now that the song is out, that it's one big thing that if anyone asks where I'm from or where anyone from the city is from, they'll say Mississauga proudly. And if someone says, where, where is that? Or what is that? Or how do you spell that? Put the song on and they'll know every neighborhood. They'll know how to spell it and they'll start singing along. And yeah, it was something that I really thought about that. I, th I thought I thought your song was uh, brilliantly inclusive. Uh, it just connecting to all the different elements that are that are is the city we call home. Uh, what are your influences? I, I I feel certain vibes coming through your music, but what inspired you uh, to, for the sound that you create? Um, so I would say the top three genres that my music touches are hip hop, pop, and R and B. So if I start with hip hop, I can't it. Obviously, you Heritage Mississauga knows that nothing happens without the people who came before us. Yes. So without um, even if I don't listen to certain artists as much as you know someone else from the past, I have to give shout outs to all the early pioneers of hip hop. Um, different groups that I still I still listen to a lot, like Wu Tang and Run DMC and Nas and Tupac and Big and like a lot of hip hop because for me. When I, like I said, when I was in my teens and I wanted to share my experiences, I didn't want to sing about them. It wasn't something that naturally came to me. Uh, it was more like I wanted to lyrically storytell. And um, so for all the, uh, the hip-hop heads who know all the great MCs from the past, they've all inspired me all the way up to now with the, the newer school, you know, Drake and... Uh, 
yeah, there's, there's, there's just, yeah. So there's tons of influence from, from those guys, um, just in their, in their creativity and wordplay and metaphors that they use and all that kind of stuff in terms of pop music. I'm a big Michael Jackson fan. It's, it's, um, his performance and his star power, his voice, everything that I like, I still think now to this day, there hasn't been an artist as big as, as Michael Jackson. Um, funny enough, he actually, on my ninth birthday, June 25th, uh, he passed away. So it was a really surreal time because I was only nine. So I didn't really understand why people cared so much that a, someone we didn't know personally passed away. And then that really got me to dive deeper in his music from the ages past that. And I was like, oh, this, he was the guy. Like his music was really the sound of the 70s, the 80s, since he was a little kid to, to when he passed. So him and then the pop stars of today, like The Weeknd. Um, he's also Ethiopian, The Weeknd, and he's from Toronto, Scarborough area. Yep. And we have a family that knows each other because I'm also Ethiopian. So he makes, he's a big inspiration and see that it's possible to make it um, from the GTA. And so, yeah, The Weeknd is big. And then with R&B, same thing as uh, same thing as hip hop. It's giving thanks to the early pioneers, and then all the way till now. I'm a big fan of Usher, um, Chris Brown. Yeah, there's just some there's great talent there. And for my music, I try to incorporate as much as I can without um, without forcing anything. So if I have something on my mind, and there's a certain tone to the emotion that I'm trying to convey, I'll produce something that fits that so if it needs to be a rap track it will be if right. it needs to be something more punchy and and boom bap that's what's going to happen if it needs to be something more pop so everyone can enjoy it and that that what that's what you hear on this song for mississauga it's much more funky and danceable and it's much more pop and there is a rap verse because i couldn't have done it without the rap verse and it's yeah it just those are my those are my influences uh, I just there's an old line of standing on the shoulders of giants and and uh, you know exactly yeah we, we can go miles when we lean on others and uh, it's uh, think of I don't know if you think of it in these terms yet but uh, your music will be played a great deal this year through the Mississauga anthem you'll mm -hmm. be inspiring people to follow you too so exactly. this is, a, this is a, a a neat component and I certainly hope uh, we, we we see the song played a great deal during, <laughs> during yeah, yeah. It, it, even in just in general um with music I feel like it's because of those people that were free in their expression and creating that it inspired me and then now it's my job. Like that's something I really take seriously because like I said, being young and uh, and going through things and feeling like music was my comfort. Music was the thing that um, I gravitated towards and I felt these people that I was listening to and things like that, they were speaking to what I was feeling, whether it's like you're going through a breakup and you're, you're hearing that music or you're having a great time and you're hearing whatever's being played and those things become your soundtrack. I want to be the soundtrack for somebody somewhere. And even if it's just like, a, you know, right now, um, I'm not a major deal. Now that I have this anthem and I have more music coming out and people are getting to notice me, uh, I feel like, yeah, if if even just one one person, one ad, one new person 
uh, resonates with something I've written and something I've put out there, then I've, I've paid it forward. And that's, that's the goal. Well, I have, I have to admit for the last hour and a bit as I've been preparing for, uh, for doing this interview and others, I've been playing your music in the background. So nice. I, 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 I'm, I'm, uh, I, I'm new to your, fa your music as well, but, uh, enjoying the vibe of it as well. So, uh, kudos to you. Thank um, you. the, uh, how did you get the, the contest itself? Um, yeah. uh, can you describe that process of just hearing about the contest? And uh, uh, I know it was put on by the Mississauga Arts Council, but uh, yeah. yeah. All right. So this is a funny story. So when I, um, I followed the Mississauga Arts Council on Instagram. And the reason I did so is because I have um, people that I know who do visual arts. And from what I was seeing from the Arts Council, they were giving a lot of opportunities for grants and they were doing things like in the neighborhoods and different opportunities for visual artists, people who draw, paint, stuff like that. I hadn't seen anything about music. So, and sometimes the two are separate. When someone says arts, it doesn't necessarily mean they're talking about music. It's maybe they're talking about digital art, or visual art. Right. So I just followed so that I could pass on any opportunities that I see to any visual artists that I know. And um, on the last day of the extension, so they actually were running this contest for the 50th an uh, anniversary. I didn't know. I hadn't been, I hadn't really been uh, checking the Instagram actively and, and things like that. So I found it on the last day of an extension where they had pushed the deadline to like give the, give people an extra week or so. Okay. So I was, I was like, do I even have enough time? to come up with something and record something. And honestly, I didn't. So I had to freestyle it on my phone and send in a very sort of, uh, you know, not a polished mix or anything like that. It was just a, a spur of the moment. I got my notepad. I wrote all the neighborhoods from Applewood to Cred and Butte and Met. I just did that part and the, the, the chorus, Mississauga, that part. And, uh, I was just like, yeah, this is, this is for fun. I'm just, this is for the vibes. Right. And uh, then slowly I started, cause this was on sounds unite. So the way you uploaded it was through their website. And uh, I slowly started getting likes from different names that I don't recognize at the time. I'm just like, maybe these are other artists on the site, liking my stuff, being nice. And then I get an email saying you have been selected as a finalist. And I'm like, well, first of all, I don't know how many people are getting selected as a finalist. So I'm like, is this like me versus one other person? Is this just kind of just to be nice? You know, to, maybe everybody gets the same email, but, you know, just to be nice. So I don't get my hopes up. I keep it, you know, I don't even tell anybody that I submitted. I was just like, just keeping it pushing, doing my uh, working on my own projects. And then I get an email saying, you've won. Don't tell anybody, keep it under wraps. You're going to be allowed to go to Metalworks and work on it and stuff like that. And I'm thinking to myself, I don't even have a full song. I'm like, <laughs> I have the, I repeated the chorus like four or five times and I had, and I had one rap verse. So that's when I start really thinking, what else is this missing? And I don't know if uh, you remember, but there's a verse where I'm talking about the diversity in the city and all of us working together um and mississauga together there's no city that's better that kind of those kind of lyrics that came afterwards when i was like in the studio 
writing the rest of the writing the rest of the stuff but yeah last minute uh sort of felt like fate once everything started rolling because if i had not seen that post on the last day then we would have a different anthem right now so it's it's uh yeah everything happens for a reason over time i've heard lots of stories of you know great songs that are scribbled on the back of a piece of paper of the of a, a half an idea kind of thing and yeah uh, certainly that uh, that speaks to to that where it's like you won but you don't actually have a full song yet <laughs> yeah it's like even in the studio when i was talking to the engineer he we were talking about how i think that it was the sound of like the 70s 80s where it was this certain drum and okay. it was a it was a mistake that that drum sounded the way it did because there was a a, a talkback mic in the studio and when they were recording the drums the other mic that was only supposed to pick up when you like press it to talk to the person in the other room it was also recording so when the when the tapes like were printed the drum sounded completely different it was like that phil collins type of those drums i was gonna say it's more ethereal uh, in a way yeah yeah exactly and Obviously, if you if you hear any like like that song where it's like do 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 I can feel it come that song, those drums, the drums is not supposed to sound like that. They're supposed to just be regular drums. But because of that mistake, it basically created that whole sound for that whole era of of pop. And right. it's just a a, a, a small kind of like you could call it an act like uh, a good accident and I don't know. I just saw it on the last day and, and, and everything worked out great. That's, that's phenomenal. I, lo I love that story. Um, you, you referenced the, the recording and the process. I mean, that must have been a, a, a neat experience. I've, was. I've walked in the door of Metalworks once and I'm not a recording artist, so I can't imagine mm -hmm. me to work there. And talk, talk a little bit about that process, working with Metalworks and you know creating the polished version of the song. Yeah, so... Actually, I don't remember when it was, but I, I had been in Metalworks as well. Um, it was a maybe like a year, uh, I think right before COVID, um, they had an open house because they have the the institute for the, uh, the school. And obviously I had been working on music and, and, and doing my thing. And I was considering maybe going to school for music. And actually, I just wanted to see the studio because I did know a bit about the history of who's been who's gone yeah. in that studio and all the all the great artists that have recorded there so i went to the open house and in my head i remember i was like one day i'm gonna record here and then i went on the then i got a quote like a year later or something about how much it cost to record in that studio and i was like okay maybe i'm not gonna record here yet um because yeah it's 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 like the one of the most prestigious studios in the, in, in the entire world and especially in Canada, I think it's the, like the largest and it has the most history and all the plaques on the wall, all the great artists that have gone there. Uh, it just motivated me. It put a fire in me towards doing the best I could perform because I'm hearing, oh, yeah, Prince, Prince recorded in the same booth as you. Like Drake recorded in the same booth as you. And I'm just like, all right, I got to I got to show out. I got to I got to really push push this as far as I can when it comes to these melodies. And when it comes to my performance, I got to really put everything into this because there's like, like you said before, you're standing on the shoulders of these, of these people. And now you're kind of brushing shoulders. It's, it's, it felt really, it felt really surreal. And um, yeah, hearing more about it from 
from the engineer and from Gilmore and just being around those, those individuals, it was, it was something surreal. And then, yeah, recording was, was, um, it was definitely a process because like I said, I didn't have a full song and in terms of production, I had a lot of ideas because I'm not the greatest producer myself, but I'm great at having the idea and, 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 and giving it to someone else. And we were on a time crunch. So we were recording this all during the Christmas break and um, availability and everything was just, it was, it was, it was looking at times that we weren't going to get it done on time the way, again, I want to feel confident if this is going to be an anthem that I perform that people hear, I need it to be as best as like to the best of its capability. I can't leave any stone unturned. Like, let me hear that turn down a little bit. Let me hear, let me hear that snare up a little bit. Let me hear this. And the engineer's looking at me like, we don't got time. Like we got to finish this song. And um, I'm like, nah, we have to make this, uh, this historic because it is. And yeah, I just worked really hard in the studio. I brought my, my, my dad there. I brought um, my friend there. I brought like, I, I just needed everyone to, that I could tell at the time because they weren't going to tell anybody about it. Yeah. I just wanted them to see. Yeah. And it's amazing. It's amazing. The, the, the studio is great and still doesn't even feel real, but cause I'm used to recording in my house. Right. I have, I have a microphone. I've, I've taught myself how to make songs and, and do everything myself DIY style. And that's been um, my thing. And I've been in a couple studios as well, but it's basically like the Canadian Abbey Road. It's like, it's it's so much history and yeah. what what better place to to record it? It really is a hidden hidden gem in Mississauga. I know in the music industry it's it's well known, but I think you know in the people don't know about it. Yeah, city, it's this thing is here. Um, yeah. yeah, and here, it's been yeah. here for so long. I didn't know how long it had been oh, here. Yes, yeah. Is that like, if wow. these walls could talk, right? That's the... <laughs> um, I. I from someone on the outside, I have not a clue on, on the answer to a question like this, but how long does it take to, you know, hours wise to record? Mm. A um, I would say that it depends. The artist, the song, uh, the connection between you and the engineer. So if you guys have worked for years together and um, nowadays, a lot of things are digital. Yeah. So if you have a pre- uh, I would say like a, a designated sound, you already know exactly how you're meant to sound. You can kind of preload all your, uh, the things on your voice, like your compressor or your reverb from other songs, you can just kind of preload them in. So if you have those things and you, you have the song already written and the beat already made, then it can be pretty, it could be pretty quick. It does take mixing and mastering. So, uh, again that now that's out of the artist's hands if they're not the one mixing if someone takes a little longer with a mix or a little longer with a master uh yeah that's out of my control but for this spe uh, specific anthem i would say about for me in the studio about five to six sessions that were roughly maybe two to four hours each so first session and this was also because of the reproduction like i if you heard the demo and you heard the the actual like what i submitted and what the song sounds like now they don't even sound like the same song like we added bass we added like more instruments we we basically reconstructed it so that took time 
and uh, recording took took time because uh, I'm a perfectionist and I know there's nothing as such no such thing as perfect, but I'm very self-conscious at times with every single detail. So there were times where I recorded it and then came back another session and Ted delete all those vocals and re-recorded it. So if everything goes uh, smooth, you can you can make a song in a few hours, but when you really put a lot of thought into things and you really want it to sound the best for the city, I uh, yeah, we took a we took a fair amount of time to to make it and paid off. Well, I, I think just from somebody who you know listens to music, and I'm sure there's a lot of us out there that are that are fall into that realm. We don't know the creation process, right? You hear the end result, but not the the thought and time that goes into it. And so, yeah. uh, I'm always amazed to kind of peel back the covers and and hear the story about creation. Um, what you're talking about, you know, the shoulders of the giants a little bit. Uh, Mississauga had a song created in 1974 by uh, by uh, Tommy Hunter, who was at that point living in the Lauren Park area of, of Mississauga. Mm -hmm um did that inspire you at all did you take some time to listen to that uh I'm just curious i had a chance to interview tommy hunter uh, years ago so yeah so when i was writing on the day i was going to submit my song i searched up if there was a song and it's actually like hard to find because yeah. it's bef before the internet and before maybe articles and stuff like that would really talk about it on, on online. So it hadn't been really covered as much. And I found it on somebody's YouTube channel. It wasn't like a, you know, like an official release on platforms and stuff like that. So I listened to it. And when he was talking about like the credit river and I'm like right by the credit river, I live like really close to it. Um, and as you know, it's like, it's the greatest place we know. That kind of inspired me to to the verse I was saying where, you know, Mississauga, there's no city that's better. Uh, Mississauga together, there's no city that's better. It was it was sort of giving homage to that line where he was talking about, you know, this is the greatest place we know. This is the best place we know and the place we call home. Um, also, once I heard it and and stuff started, the ball started to roll in terms of me getting selected, I made sure uh at our press conference to pay uh, homage to Tommy Hunter uh, with a little cool design that I made, um, which was like Tommy Hilfiger. Okay. It was, on my, it was, it was like the logo on my, on my, on my shirt. And, and instead of Tommy Hilfiger, it said Tommy Hunter. I didn't and catch then, that. Awesome. I didn't yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and I put a picture of Hazel McCallion on the, on the shirt as well, because growing up, she's was, everything to the city and her fingerprints are everywhere in the city still yeah. till now so um yeah i made sure to pay homage and it definitely did inspire me i did feel that communal um pride and and in his in his work and i just said you know let me try to to have that same feeling and just add something new as well something new and fresh and yeah, I feel like everybody should check out both and, you know, and there's, and there's nothing wrong with either. There's both, both are just moments of the city. And I don't think that should be forgotten. I think it's, 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 it's yeah. It's I, I mean, I mean, I, I think your, your, your great bookends for a 50 year anniversary um, where, you know, you got a, you got a voice from, from yesteryear, 50 years ago, talking about this new place that had been created. Uh, and, you know, 50 years later, here you are a resident mm -hmm. of the city saying, 
look at all the the i guess the the elements that make up this city and it's a fantastic place to live and so uh you, you got to maybe tommy is the infancy and you're looking at it as a 50 year old uh city that's saying look yeah. Where we've <laughs> yeah yeah and it, and, it, and it's interesting too because um i do feel like the city has changed since then um and yeah what i feel like there's no better way to celebrate change than something fresh because things change right the music changes faces change you know the city is much more diverse and there's so much more going on there's everything has been re like so many things have been changed since back then so uh yeah i i definitely pay him a lot of respect and his song and now for to kind of touch on like now if this song you know in 50 years it and i'm like old and like it's just like it, it's kind of like it kind of trips me out to think about it but right now i'm just living in the moment i'm so glad to have gone this opportunity and yeah res uh, all all respects to him i i think this is like we're both we're both still anthem creators at the end of the day for the city well, so I, I i i, I want to say i uh, i think you've you made miss proud with this um, thank you and uh it's uh you you've you've going to turn oh. some heads and make some fans i hope and i've certainly got one in me and uh i do encourage people to uh to check out your music how can people follow you connect with your music what's the best way to do that uh search on mikey bloom uh i know the internet is 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 a large place, but I've, I've made a name for myself before the anthem. So, so Google knows who I am. And once you search me up on any of any platform, you know, uh, Spotify, Apple music, Instagram, uh, anywhere you can listen to music, YouTube, you search Mikey Bloom uh, or go to MikeyBloom.com, and, and I'm there. So all my handles are at Mikey Bloom. Uh, all my music is under that name and this is really the beginning of something so uh if you want to be on that ride to see uh um i wouldn't want to say an unknown artist because i do have a lot of supporters um emerging how's that emerging yeah perfect word uh if you want to be on the journey with an emerging artist to be able to say you were at their early shows you listened to their early work you had conversations with me because i do respond i'm not I'm not Hollywood. I'm I, I can really respond to my messages and my emails and and things like that. And it's all me. It's me working on this stuff um, with no team. It's just me. So and I can verify that you did respond. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, yeah, if someone if someone resonates with the the desire to to express and and create something out of nothing, uh, that's my story. And yeah, Mikey Bloom on everything. Well, and, and just to call it, and we will link to uh, to your uh, your sites and your contacts and and to the the Missog anthem uh, below here. But at the same time, um, let's support one of our own. You're a Mississauga a Mississauga boy here, Mississauga musician, and let's let's get behind one of our own and say, you know what, yes, this is where he comes from, representing Mississauga proudly and giving. And I thank you for this, giving Mississauga a voice. Thank you. Um, I, I always say I, I write a lot of articles with the idea of if the city could talk what would it mm -hmm. say mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and maybe perhaps on your side, if the city could sing, you've given it a song to sing. So I, mm-hmm. I think that's uh, that's a really neat uh, way to look at it. And, um, you know, continued success. Um, we'll certainly see you out there and hear you out there this year, but hopefully beyond as well. And yeah. uh, may only better and bigger things be ahead for you. And, Thank you. Uh, uh, I certainly wish you well. And again, everyone following this program, check out Mikey Bloom, uh, and uh, and and let's follow and make this song uh, and make uh, 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 bring this song up to a, a platform that we are singing it and listening to it over over the year ahead. I just want to uh, make sure I thank a lot of people first because none of this, uh, even though I am giving a lot of thanks to the artists who have inspired my music. Yep. Without my family first choosing Mississauga. My family uh, came from Ethiopia, wanting a better life for their future children and for themselves and uh, chose the best place possible. So I got to thank my mom and my dad. I got to thank my sister as well. She, she, she's 14, we're 14 years apart. So she raised me as well. Yeah. So, um, and she influenced me a lot with music, hearing different things that she was playing during that early two thousands era. So shout out to her. Uh, she has a son as well, my nephew. So one day he's going to grow up and know that his uncle did this cool uh, thing. Yep. So shout out to them. Uh, all my friends growing up, all my teachers, uh, role models in the community, their work doesn't go unnoticed by me or unappreciated because you aren't who you are without those people, um, those teachers, those role models, those coaches that uh yeah, that made me who I am. So shout out to them. Uh, Steven Dasco, he was the one who had the idea, the, the whole vision, the vision for a 50th anthem and giving a platform for artists to submit their music and, and do something, and give a chance for a local artist to do something historic. Tommy Hunter, he was already pretty big at the time. He was a star. He had his shows and he had a lot going on. So it made sense, but to give a relatively unknown or emerging as, as we said before, or any artist, a chance. Um, could, like I got a salute to, to, to Dasco for that. Um, Gilmore, he runs Metalworks. He was in triumph, uh, rock star performed in front of thousands, still has uh, millions of people listening to his music who have been touched, but more or less he's, he's keeping Mississauga and music intertwined with his work as as uh, the ceo of that studio the school and everything he's doing he was a part of this so thank you to him engineer i worked with camille and chris the mastering engineer thank you guys uh who else are, oh and mac which you guys work with um at heritage mississauga they are a such a strong team that uh not enough people know about and i don't feel like uh even with i say not enough support they still manage to impact so many people uh so many artists giving opportunities and grants and coming up with new things and uh contests like this that change people's lives um so yeah everyone at mac mike sherry uh those are the two that really really helped me so yeah and sounds unite as well so Everybody, I got to just make sure, I don't know if it makes the edit, but I really got to make sure everyone knows I'm so appreciative. And this city is like, I feel like the, I feel like Mississauga is a group project that we're all working on and we're all contributing something. And sometimes you feel underappreciated or 
like you're going unnoticed. But genuinely, I want to say everybody from from here to there, from every neighborhood I mentioned in the song, you guys are what make this city what it is. Without us, the city is not it's it's not alive. And uh, yeah, so shout out to everybody. Uh, thank you. It takes a village, and I couldn't set it any better. And a special thank you to a recording artist Mikey Bloom for exploring the story of Mississauga's new anthem. Uh, and also a nod back in time to Tommy Hunter and the original Mississauga song from 1974. Mississauga from square one to the water. We hope you enjoyed this week's installment of Saga 50 for 50. Help us keep celebrating the 50th anniversary of the city of Mississauga by following Heritage Bites wherever you get your podcasts. Also, be sure to check out Heritage Mississauga on all our social media platforms and follow hashtag Saga 50 for 50 to stay up to date on all of Mississauga's 50th anniversary celebrations. This is Heritage Mississauga signing off. Until next time.